tagline is uh, fourth year drama major, English minor, aspiring stage manager, comma, great comedian, according to no one. Okay. You're okay. You're just gonna. I. 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 It's exactly. I see how it is. All right, and welcome to another episode of the People of Queens podcast. I'm here with Natalie. She is a fourth-year drama major, English minor, all-around great person, who's an inspiring stage manager. And whatever she she said. I'm a great comedian, according to no one. Yeah, there you go. It's very true. We've had a pretty interesting uh, introduction, <laughs> if you will. <sighs> I'm pretty. I have to admit, I'm pretty overwhelmed. There's been rats. There's been people. Legolas in the washroom. With a Santa hat. There's been cookies. There's cookies, yeah. I don't know where they went. But... There's been the brew sign. Oh, that's very fitting. Yeah. The brew sign. Huh? No, I, I, I'm not kidding. There's actually there's rats. Um... Yeah, I own three rats. Uh, they're named after the characters from Ratatouille. Linguini, Emile, and Remy. Um, they're all boys, and they will bite you if you stick your hand through the cage because they think they're green beans. That's not a joke. That's real life. <laughs> you should say that every time <laughs> it's not a joke it's real life that's my tagline now that's what i want as my instagram but i might do that actually everyone follow me on instagram uh, oh yeah plug yourself um, okay. so i have an instagram it's uh, my name which is natalie illis spelled n-a-t-h-a-l-i-e-i-l-l-e-s as well as a great twitter that has uh not enough followers um it's pretty funny uh, it's Natalie underscore I-98 because I was born in 1998, which makes me a millennial to everyone who thinks I'm not. I'm just saying. Aren't you a Zoomer, though? No. I, I refuse to... Because I think I'm a, a Zoomer. Gen Z at all. No, no, no. I'm a millennial true and true. Ask my frame picture of Legolas. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with it. <laughs> okay. Wow. This has been a pretty interesting mm-hmm. introduction. Yeah. It's been good, but um, I want to start just from the beginning. Oh, great. Yeah. Very good place to start. Yeah, that's that's normally when, when mm-hmm. people, when things start, you know, like like stories and really? books. I usually start from the end. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Makes okay. it a little more interesting. Sorry, that's the rats. <laughs> Those are literally the rats. <laughs> oh, man. I, I feel like people aren't going to think I actually want no, rats. There's, no, I there's really a cage. Check out with... my Instagram for great rat content. Oh, do you have a rat Instagram? I don't have a rat Instagram, oh. but on my Instagram, there is a tab that has pictures of the rats. They're cute. Okay, yeah. Make sure you go go check that out. Don't worry. We're going to be uh, diving deep into Natalie's social media later. Oh, great. And one of my segments. Oh, I'm so excited. I've... <laughs> I was planning on watching a podcast, but then I had, like, a bunch of stuff going on. What's the level of swearing on here? It's, like, uh, minimal, but if you have to, go ahead. That's why I asked. I caught myself. Okay, we're talking about starting from the end. Yes. Which is, is, I guess, death. Yes. Okay, how do you Mm -hmm. think you're going to die? I've actually thought about this. (laughs) Um, I can go even further than that. How I want to be buried but not actually because i don't want to be buried so i want to be burned i want to be cremated okay um and then i want my ashes to be pressed into a gemstone and put into a hilt of a sword and who's gonna carry this sword who knows because i'm not having kids (laughs) (laughs) are you gonna hand it down are you gonna 
I'm so intrigued it's now. It's going to end up I in the it. room of requirements at Queens. Um, just oh, man, that behind should be a good. bookshelf. You could use it as a prop. No, no one's allowed to use it. Certainly not. Certainly not anyone. So do you think you're just going to display the sword? Yeah, honestly, yeah. I think that's good. I think it'll, in, my, in, my, in, the, in the ideal world, in the utopia, it'll be uh, framed right above a picture of Legolas. Um, or Benedict Cumberbatch, depending on who's president. Um, <laughs> can't even take myself seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have no idea what I'd do with a sword. Truly. Someone will have it. It won't be me. Anyway. Why did you pick a sword? Now I'm so intrigued. Because uh, I saw it on a Tumblr post. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make that up. <laughs> I can find it if you want. I, I feel like... like this just summarizes everything. I feel like I don't need to go no, further really with don't. the interview. No. But I will because no, I'm intrigued. Okay. Because, you know, so you, but Did you see the whole like cremation thing on the Tumblr post? This was a... literally like straight off a Tumblr. Straight out of a Tumblr post. Oh, crazy that's, that makes it named kind Tumblr of... Post. Did you, was that recent? Like, were no, you using... this is like, uh, maybe five. I haven't used Tumblr in Okay, years. I was just going to, sorry, no. I was going to judge you really hard. No, 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 let me, like... <sighs> okay, we're good, the crisis yeah, averted. no, uh, I'm actually quite normal, again. Oh, wait, no. go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I just realized we haven't even gotten to the part. I was just staring at it, it's fine, whatever. Um, yeah, but, I don't know what I was saying. Oh, Tumblr, yeah, when I was like 13, 14, you know, peak emo face mm. before it was e-girls or whatever the hell's mm. going on right now. Oh, yeah. And, um, the, and the visco oh, girls. Oh, and I oop. Um, <laughs> and the woe. And the... Ah, um, we both just hit the woe. Wow. Um, you should do video podcasts. I think that's hilarious. Um, as a concept. Anyways. Yeah, so I was a huge Tumblr kid in the sense that I had no... I was an out... I was not like other girls. I was mm. edgy. You see, ever see me without this hat on? I'm weird. That kind of level. Um, and I would oh. just save Tumblr photos to my phone. Um, oh, that's not that bad. No, it's not at all. Um, and then you see pictures and you're like, ooh, maybe maybe it is a little bad. Uh, for summary, I had like a black purple bob mm. and bad eyeliner. Mm. And I would always wear a hat with a Harry Potter always at... I was like Triforce of Courage. That is Zelda. <laughs> what the hell? It's on with my the door. Whole, with the, I know what you're talking about. I know Deathly Hallows. Yeah, my the, God. The, yeah, I call myself Hallows, a fan. Yeah. Anyways. It's okay. Yeah. We all have our moments. It's true. Mine are all the time, but you know. <laughs> okay. What can I say? Okay. So it came from your top. Okay. Just before we actually get into that, let me do my job. Yeah. I messed up. Because mm-hmm. I got distracted. It's fine. But um, we are here with... Um, the drink, as as you know, we start the podcast with a craft beverage. In this case, it's a cider because uh, Natalie doesn't like wheat juice. Yeah, I'm not a beer drinker. It's very much just wheat juice. It's Liquified fine. wheat. It's fine. My podcast is very inclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to make sure. You know, there are people. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I picked. Um, it was kind of hard. I didn't really pick. Like, I picked a cider, and it's a craft cider, and it's called. Queen Street 501. Now I'm going to read the description, which is really hard to read font. To journey across Queen Street on the 501 streetcar is to bear witness to all the diversity Toronto has to offer. Every day, a vivid and electric cast of characters travel through the heart heart of our beautiful city on the largest streetcar route in North America. It is the diversity of the 501 streetcar route that 
inspired us to craft our Queen Street 501 cider, mirroring the eight major neighborhoods the 501 travels through. This semi-sweet cider was made with the juice of eight <laughs> unique Ontario Heritage apples. Wow. Wow, that was really tough to get through. Yeah, I don't know why it was so hard for you to read that. Every time I read, I feel like I failed. That's fair. I feel like I failed. That's it. That's all you need to hear. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now we're going to cheers. Gonna this is the... Yeah. There we go. Good enough. Hit me with it. Oh, do we have coasters? No. I don't believe in coasters on this table. Um, they're in my room, but I don't... There was a rat on this table. It's true. That's why I don't believe in coasters. Um, it tastes like... Well, not Welch's. Who's calling me? Is it my mother? Does it does it taste like the diversity of the... You know what? <laughs> yeah. Um, very weird way to market. It was cider. like marketing. I felt bad. Reading, I was like, oh, wow. Um, you know... It, it okay. What's the there's a Allen's. It's Allen's apple juice. Oh, yeah. It tastes exactly like an alcoholic. If you uh, here, I'll give them a better pitch. Queen mm. Street Five Hundred One. If you really like the taste of Allen's apple juice, that clear apple juice that doesn't really taste the best but yeah. tastes like apple juice. Yeah. Then Queen Street Five Hundred One is your drink of choice mm. with those crisp appley flavors as well as bubbles. Wow. It has a good aesthetic, you know. It, it honestly doesn't taste that bad. Like, no, it I tastes just, pretty good. you know, I'm just me. I actually, to be honest, I really like the, the Allen's apple juice. Like, the one I, that's kind I, of the card. I don't remember. I don't like apple. Hold on, let me rephrase that. I was never a fan of apple juice as a child because I really liked grapefruit juice. <laughs> I still do. I'll buy grapefruit juice now and I won't buy apple that's juice. It's like the tumbler of the juices. It's true. It's It, it goes, it go, well, no, it's like it goes apple, orange, grapefruit, grape. Which also is great. Grape, grape, grape juice is grape juice. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to process the fact that you had like a hierarchy of the juices ready. I truly didn't. My brain is just... It's on it. It's yeah. My brain is always on. Okay, good stuff. All right. We're, I'm going to try my best to transition and not <laughs> and not keep going on this on this tangent. But it's good. I'm Trust me, I'm really enjoying it. But... Take me back to the actual beginning. Yes. Again, very good. The prologue. Places. Prologues. Love those, but not actually. Prologues are really boring usually. The acknowledgments page. Ooh, that's even worse. Um, what do you want to know? Where if I... your book if your book was an acknowledge if you were, your life was a book, who would you acknowledge it? <laughs> acknowledge it to Benedict Cumberbatch oh, okay. and Orlando like, Bloom, the star of the creep film franchise the lord of the rings mm -hmm. as he played legolas the most important character mm -hmm. i feel like people are just gonna think i'm obsessed with legolas it's it truly isn't it's just it's a in bit your bathroom I... okay so in when i was in first year i moved in with some people and i said the one thing i want to do is theme the bathroom and my then roommate did not want me to theme the bathroom legolas themed um and i strive i think it's a great it. theme it's true um, it took me three years to get there, but here we are in my final year at Queens with my Legolas bathroom and I'm content. Mm. Would you say you made it in this world? Um, yeah, honestly, life goal achieved Legolas bathroom. That's Check it. Work. Done. That's all. I can die now and then get And back. become, <laughs> <laughs> and be put into the health of a sword. That's true. I have a dagger at home. That sounded weird too. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Maybe I should go into my background. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Please, please. Yeah, yeah. I'm from I'm from Oakville, Ontario. Um, ah, I did my yeah. driving test. Then. Oh yeah. yeah. Other other no names for Oakville: Brokeville, Tokeville, Smokeville, Cokeville, 
I hope this doesn't get you demonetized. Coke as in uh, Coca-Cola products. Nothing else. Nothing. Uh, so so I grew up there. I've lived there my entire life, except when I'm in Kingston, um, and except when I'm in the States, briefly. Um, and then, a fun, okay, so I, I am half black, half white. My mom is from Africa. My dad is German, but from Canada. They met in Dubai, um, and my parents like to con- collect antiquities for some reason, but, like, only ones that are themed around, like, either where my mom is from, which is Seychelles, or Dubai, for some weird reason. So, in mm. and amongst these antiquities, there is a old tight knee dagger, but it's for mm. decoration. It's got, like, See, I learned so much. Do you have any siblings? I have a brother. Oh, okay. He's 16 and an oh. idiot. <laughs> Just yeah, kidding. Those, thi- those two things kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, no, it's true. I'm not going to say that. That's going to get him in trouble and I don't need to. My mother listens to this. Uh, we're on the fence. Anyway. Okay. I feel like I might have to edit some stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, Either that or I'll just make the you, decision that. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't Just care. leave it. I'm, I'm probably going to leave it, so. Yeah, I don't care. Enjoy this. Yeah, um, I'm so excited. What uh what made you so you're doing theater now? I am doing theater now. What made you get interested in that? That's a good question. Um, I actually came to Queens with the intention of being an English student with a classics minor to go to law school. Um, that's not happening anymore because I'm an idiot. No, it's not true. Um, so when I was in first year, uh, I went to all of my classes. I never skipped a class ever. There's no sarcasm here. I always went to class. But specifically, oh. I went to my Drama 100 class all the time. That was my favorite class. Um, and uh, In specific, but you went to all of them. Yeah, yeah, I went to all of them, but specifically Drama 100. Uh, great class. If you're not in, if you've never taken a drama class, take it. It's great. Graham's great. Um, we, we, I auditioned for a bunch of things, didn't get into anything, um, which was Trey sad. But then I got the offer of being an ASM, which is an assistant stage manager. And I was like... I want to be involved so I can leave my dorm room and not keep eating lazy every single day. Hashtag relatable content, am I right? <laughs> what what res were you in? I was in big. Okay. I literally totally... never left the building. I would just be like, uh, I mean, I went to class all the time. All the time. All the time. Never skipped a class. Um, and anyways, so I became an ASM or assistant stage manager for... DSS, which was then called the Drama Studio Series, that is now changed to the Dance Studio Series because we are oh. now the Dance School of Music and Drama, uh, as of three years ago. Anyways, super fun time, and then I was like, you know what? I'll just do drama because it's easier than doing classics. Because mm. classics involves learning. But did you still want to do language. law school? Um, I was going in terms of like I was, second year I was like law school, third year I was like law school, fourth year I'm like not law school, mostly oh. because I'm sick of lectures. And I don't want to be in school for another, like, X, Y, Z amount of years. So I might go back to law school later, because I'm really good at arguing with people. But as of right now, I'm planning on being a stage manager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when did you... So did you get interested in that? Oh, you you, you explained it, basically. Mm-hmm. But take me back a bit. What was, um, other than being very, very edgy, what was high school Natalie like? Truly not actually that edgy. Um, I kept saying for a long time that I was going to get an eyebrow piercing. And my mom kept saying, that will lower your chances of getting a job. Which is probably true, but also not true. Who knows? I don't know anything. Um, I was very interested in law and debate and mock trial. Uh, 
I was the 10th best debater in the Halton Catholic region. No, not the Halton Catholic, just the Halton region. Weird flex, but okay. It's, it's true. I got a medal for it. That's why I bring it up. Because I'm like, yeah, I got a medal. I went to provincials, failed miserably. But uh, at least I went. You know. It's a, mm. it a great flex, actually. Um, I was talking about theater. Yeah, so basically I've done a lot of everything. I am what you call a tech aficionado, according to myself. And maybe my supervisor Adair. Um, I have okay. stage managed, a production managed. I have done sound, lighting. I focus on costumes as my secondary. I'm also a playwright. Um, I have done technical directing. I have done acting, vocal directing. The only thing I haven't done is choreography because I have two left feet. But I also sing and et cetera, et cetera. So I've done like literally almost everything. I've also been a financial director and logistics director of the Imaginary Theatre Company, which was last year's term. And currently I am the VP secretary for Queen's Musical Theatre. I had to take a call from our president just now because we, we, we have an office and there's things that need to go oh. in and out of an office. Yeah, we're so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's really fancy. Mm -hmm. So speaking to that, um, there's a line of questioning I have. Yeah, for sure. Uh, recently I had the opportunity mm -hmm. to go see, uh, The Drowsy Chaperone. Great show. Which was really, really, really good. I'm glad. Because, I mean, it was, like, really good. That's what I keep hearing, which makes me think we did a good show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that seems like it was a really big undertaking for you guys don't, who don't mm -hmm. know. It's, um, basically a musical... Well, why, why don't you explain? Yeah, so uh, the Drowsy Chaperone is a musical. <laughs> it's it's a one act, not a one act. It's it's two acts, but there's no intermission. Um, it's about a man who has a record of the Drowsy Chaperone, which is not a real musical, um, but it was written as a wedding gift for somebody, and it's like a play within a play. Um, uh -huh, yeah. So the Drowsy Chaperone, the story within the story, is about kind of like an idiot. <laughs> And this really famous showgirl who are getting married, but a bunch of people want to stop the wedding. And then she's also an idiot, and she's like, I want to figure out if Robert loves me. Um, and then he's blindfolded because he's an idiot. And she's like, I'm a French girl named Mimi. And then hijinks <laughs> yeah. ensue, marriage is canceled, marriage is back on, they get married at the end. Um, yeah. It's a very fun musical. Um, the, the, and then the guy who the musical is within the play of, is really obsessed with musicals. It's just, it's an all-around mm. fun time, full of tap dancing, juggling, and... And, and guys on roller skates. And guys on roller skates and blindfolds. blindfolds. And there have been shows where he has gone out on stage with the, with the shoes not tied, and I'm just sitting there like, the song is called Accident Waiting to Happen, and I'm like, Nolan really is an accident waiting to happen, and he's going to trip one day, and I'm going to have to go to the hospital. Good thing I have medical funds. Yeah, so what, what did you do on that show? Uh, so I was the stage manager, fun, fun fact, um, <laughs> obviously. I, I, uh, so basically a stage manager oversees all the rehearsals, oversees all the reports, oversees all the show stuff. So I sit on, uh, during the show run, I sit on headset and I call the show, which means I go, Alex one, stand by, go, and then the lights change, wow. Uh, so usually, especially with musicals, you need to be able to time things out, you usually good to know how to read sheet music that sort of stuff uh basically you're just tracking everyone you're in charge of everyone as soon as the director's out of the space you're in charge 
Which means I got to run the Drowsy Chaperone for two weeks because I was the stage manager. Mm. Uh, but it was like working a full-time job without getting paid for a full-time job. I think I spent my, my ASMs. Um, I had three of them. They had to do it for... We were all doing it for credit. I was doing it for one of the upper year thesis courses, and they were doing it for their 200-level course. I was sending their tracking sheets this morning. One of them was like, yeah, I had about 170 hours. And if they had 170 hours, that means I am well over, like, 300, because I put in more than they did, mm. um, which is terrifying to think about, because I wasn't getting paid. Anyways, I'm broke. Long story short. So... That that seems like a really difficult job, but especially with, like, a musical, how is that different from, like, stage managing a play? Yeah, um, so truly the biggest difference is you have to add vocal and band rehearsals on top of just regular rehearsals, and you have to add ones where the band plays with the actors, that's called the sits probe. Um, and the other thing is now you have to worry about mics, which, if you're doing budgeting, costs a lot of money, because... Right. Um... They have, they're like $15 per mic per day. Yeah, I was really impressed by the audio, like, because yeah. everyone had, like, what were they, like, labs and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So, so everyone, everyone was mic'd. Yeah, we had a live that was really mixer. impressive. Um, we also had our music director also did live mixing up in the booth for his band. Um, the problem was sometimes the mic would, like, cause a lot of static and our music director would lose the audio in the booth, which was a whole thing. Oh. And he would turn his mic on, which means I could hear everything that was going on with the band. So I would get like blasted in the ear and I would go deaf for about four minutes because I couldn't hear anything. Cause he'd be like, the mic's not working. And then you'd hear like a trombone go and you're like, yeah, Daryl, please turn off your mic, please. I can't. Okay. Um, you know, needless to say, the Jurassic Chevron was a great time. <laughs> a TLDR. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, it was really impressive, but what do you think, what advice do you have for people who want to get into theater or stage managing? Um, if you like anything that has to do with technical production and you go to Queens or if you don't go to Queens, get involved with whatever theater you can. Um, usually this is, especially, especially at Queens, it's very much no one gets involved with like technical sides everyone's like i want to act and then right. there's 10 roles and 100 people are going out for these 10 roles and then we have people like me who have to do when i was in second year i did five shows in one semester which is a terrible idea <laughs> don't recommend 10 out of 10 don't do it one show is a, ten, a lot. one show is a lot yeah five shows is too many um usually i can get away with doing two or three but five was actually the worst experience of my life um there was just so many things going on what did you do for all of them um so i was in um a production of Hair as one of the characters. Okay, I was okay, vocal directing Harmless Little Home, which was a musical. I was right, stage okay. managing a show called The Cause of a Warsaw, which you may or may not know because Mario actually worked on it. Um, that's three. I was on the costume crew for A Little Night Music, which was the major at the time, and I did one more show, and if I can remember what it is, that'd be great. Give me a second. That show got the boot. It's true. I always forget one of them, and then I'm like, I genuinely can't. Oh, DSS, I was costume designer. Oh, oh, dang. Yeah. A little bit of... What made you do... <laughs> um, people kept Poor asking me, and I have a hard time saying no. Oh. Um, like, it started out with, like, I had to do costume crew for a credit, so I did that, and then I was like, oh, I'll be the costume designer for DSS, and I'm only doing two shows, and then they were, like, looking for a stage manager for Clouds of Warsaw, that's going up later, I was like, I can do three, and then they were like... 
and these were two from the same company, was Queen Students on Broadway, but their president reached out to me and was like, we really need you to be in hair for reasons that I don't know if I should talk about or not. And so I said, okay, because they couldn't put the show on without it. And then they again cornered me and were like, we need you to be the vocal director because you're the only one who can do it. We can't put the show on without you, please. And they said, okay. And then I was working five shows and I went, why did I do this? It gives me it gives me anxiety. I'm I work really well under pressure. It's just maybe a little less pressure would be uh, fantastic, but you know, who's to say? Do you do you have any regrets from? Because now you're in fourth year, yeah. so. Um, my biggest regret is drinking during cast parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's about it. I, 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 I'm going to only infer what could have ensued. No, just, listen, cast parties are great in the sense that everyone is there collectively. However, everyone will collectively egg each other on if the, if people are drinking, um, which is not necessarily a good environment sometimes. Um, if you're me, you want to impress everybody because that's just who you are as a person. So then you drink a whole bottle of rum and or tequila. Hijinks and ensue. Yeah, depends on <laughs> depends on the mood. <laughs> okay, but um, in in regards to fourth year, um, yes, I can fe- talk on that. <laughs> okay, do you feel do you feel sad? Do you feel happy? Do you want to leave? A little, a mix of everything. Um. Like, it's almost Christmas time. I am very excited to go home for Christmas. I am... Maybe because I've been working so much on, like, the one show. I haven't... I've only done one show this semester. It's, it's It was way too much. To yeah, it seemed now. like a lot of work. It's like, one I... show plus running a theater company, which is a yeah. dicey, uh, fun time. But um, I will be sad leaving. I'm always sad when things end because that's just who I am as a person. But uh, I need to get out of here because staring at the same gray buildings for four <laughs> years drives me up the wall. And my, my love my house, but the heating is terrible. The insulation is bad. It's too hot in the summer. It's too cold in the winter. The only thing great and bringing me joy are A, the rats who are now squeaking over there. <gasps> what are they doing? They're fighting or picking me. No. <laughs> Don't. Okay, there's like two rats on top of one rat. It's because it's because uh, they usually pick off like because rats are very clean animals. Uh, fun fact about rats: I'm allergic to cats, so I think the next best thing was rats. Um, <laughs> it also fits with the witch motif. It's true. Yeah, I can go into that if you want, but I can also go into why we have three rats if that's something you're interested in hearing about. But long story short, um, they're very clean animals, so they like. In the, in the vein of, like, the Lion King when they pick off grubs. It's kind of that sort of thing, but... Do they have, like... Do they, like, carry disease? Because I feel like that's... No, that's a... That's a that's not true entirely. Um, rats are entirely. very, very clean, clean animals. It's... It depends on the location in which the rats are. So, like, oh. the reason the bubonic plague spread throughout uh, England so fast was because the, the state of the... Like, the streets were all, like, disgusting. So it was easy to track things around... And rats are very fast, so it moves very far, but it's not the rats So they themselves. moved it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know, to be honest, they're looking kind of pretty adorable. They're so cute. Again, follow my Instagram for rat content. 
great. They're also pretty large. Like when you think of rats, like they're they're oh, like they're huge. huge. Rats are big. Mice are small. That's that's where yeah. people seem to. Forget. I feel like a lot of people would be terrified. You have to get used to them. A lot of people don't like having them on them, um, but again, you have to get used to it. All of my friends, for the most part, don't mind the rats, which is great. Yeah, but if you like, just let one go, you know. Just uh, when we on first the loose. bought them, one of the, the white one, Linguini, he jumped out of my hands because he was very skittish at first, and he hid behind our couch for fifteen minutes, uh, which was a whole endeavor to get him into the cage. It was like, it, oh yeah, because they're fast. Because they're fast, and we couldn't catch them. And then if they got in between our rocking chairs, we had to like make sure the chair wouldn't move because they would get trapped in the mechanisms. Very fun stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Fun rat times. Okay, okay, going back to the grade, mm-hmm. the grade 12. So you want to get out of here? Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm <laughs> very much done with Queens. I, I like it, but I, uh, Kingston is too small. There's nothing really here. Okay, so going back, what made you want to go to Queens? Uh, I never asked you that. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, so I originally wanted to go to Yale. Um, oh, look at you. I know, I'm a, I'm a brainiac. Uh, I just didn't take the SATs because I'm bad at math. So I was like, all American schools are out of the question, also money. Um, so I applied to Oxford, and I did get an interview with Oxford, and then I didn't go because it was in England, and I'm an idiot. So, you know. And I was like, what's like Oxford but in Canada? Ah, Queens, they have old buildings. Let's go to Queens, and here ah, we are. That was actually a very lot. That's like one of the better logical explanations yeah. I've gotten. I just wanted like the closest thing to an Ivy League, and I didn't like Western. So... Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow, yeah. look at you. You're like an overachiever. I am a brainiac. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm really not. My my academics have sun- since suffered since my high school days, but um, I like to think I'm I'm a perfectionist, so I have to be like top of my A game. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Are you very organized? Yes, I have three calendars in my room and then a planner and then six different GCALs, which stands for Google Calendar, if you don't know. Um... Yeah, it's it's a fun time. It it also is part of my like life. A stage manager has to be organized. Yeah. You can't be a stage manager and not be organized. A big part of it is just literal organization and paperwork. Um, and then because I'm a secretary, VP secretary of Queens Musical Theater, we have flex, but okay. Um, we uh, I, I'm the one who answers all the emails and does all the scheduling. So again, you need to be organized to be able to keep track of everything that's going on. Like right now, we're currently planning our trip to New York. Um, it's happening in February and. Organizing an international trip with 52 students who may or may not have paid AMS fees is a whole issue in and of itself. But, you know, just a day in the life. (laughs) (laughs) If you ever want to see a day in the life of a stage manager, check out my YouTube channel. Oh, okay. okay. It's uh, Finding Natalie. Again, my name is spelled N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E. I I mean, it's going to be in the episode. Oh, I know, guys. People always, my name could be anywhere and people will still spell it wrong. Oh, true. I've gotten emails from professors that say, hey, Natalie, without the H, and I'm like, my name is right. It's right. Okay. My landlord spells it wrong, too, and I'm like, it's on my legal documents. I don't understand. Whatever. For sure. No, go off, sis, I guess. Don't spill the tea, you know? <laughs> As they say. What What are your plans out after Queens? Oh, God. You sound like every single person who's asked me that in the last three weeks. Um... I, like I said, I want to go into stage management. There are two routes you can do this, as many, many people have told me. Um, there, the one route is more school, which would be going to the National Theatre School or NTS. Um, or if you go and do 
production assistant, then a oh God, what's it called? Apprentice stage manager, and then stage manager. Um, I'm leaning more towards that route, mostly because NTS only takes eight tech people a year from all of Canada. Oh. And uh, I don't think... But I'm... you have the credentials, like, I, honestly. I know. I, I truly do. People... I'll vouch for you. Oh, thank you. I have, I have references of, like, professional stage managers and professors at Queens and stuff, but... Send them the podcast. Huh? Send them the podcast. Yeah, yeah, listen to me talk about my rats for like an hour. Um, Yeah, but um, I might apply. I still haven't really decided. I said I was going to, but I kind of just want to live in Toronto and kind of figure things out because I don't want to go to Montreal. I don't speak French really well. Like, my French is okay. My French is good if I'm in the States. My French is bad if I'm in Canada. That sort of thing, (laughs) you know. But, so... You want to live in Toronto? Yeah, so Toronto's the closest thing to a like a big theater city we have in Canada. Um, which there's also Stratford. Yeah, my God, there's nothing to do in Stratford. I don't drive, so Toronto is the easiest way to get around because there's public transport. Um, it's not cheap, which is kind of annoying, but at least there's things to do as well as so like I can get a job. So like I I I have connections in Toronto theater, especially with the Canadian Opera Company. Um, so I can work one job there and then my other job would be like Indigo or like the Disney store because I used to work at Disney. So I have, uh, work experience there and they can hire me and then I have more than one stable income. That's probably not how that works, but I budgeted for that and therefore I could probably do it if I put my mind to it. Maybe. sounds like you have a plan. I do. Which is better than others. Yeah, it's true. I have a plan. I'm not going to stick to it, but I have one. It's a three-year plan that I had to do last year for a budgeting class. Oh. Ooh, theater. And they say theater doesn't teach you anything. Teaches you. Very much not correct. They teach you so much stuff that you need to know about life that you just don't know you need to know. Oh, okay. Okay, good stuff. Well, it's funny that you you bring up certain things because... My job as an interviewer is to is to also research. Oh, no. Yes. I'm worried. What did you research? Be worried. That, be worried. No, I'm being be prepared. No, no, no. I what I know I know certain things about. Okay. But before we get there. Okay. Before. Before. I am aware this is this is a whole line of questioning I have, but I'm aware that you are are you were a participant, or you worked at a certain place. Yes. Yes. As I briefly said two seconds ago, yes. No. <laughs> Not that place? A different no, yeah, place? No, no, yes, yeah, that okay. place. That okay, place. I but, like, I, uh, but I didn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Sorry, I was just trying yeah. to flex my interviews. No, oh, it's, clearly. It's really not it's, that It's not that hard. hard. I post it literally you everywhere. Literally it's post. in my Instagram bio. It's in, on my Facebook profile. It's truly everywhere. Yes. Okay, so you, you did something called the CEP. Mm-hmm. So just, just just run with that. That's all I have to gotcha. say. Gotcha. So the CEP stands for Cultural Exchange Program um, through Disney. So I, yes, I worked in Florida in Disney World um, for, two, uh, for two summers, actually. So between two summers. Two summers. I worked there for six months in total. I worked there um, in both 2018 and 2019 from May to August. Um, both years were in the Magic Kingdom, if you know anything about Disney. Um, the first year was in merchandising in Frontierland, and the second year was in attractions in Fantasyland. Um, so I dealt with rides like Mickey's Philharmonic, Magic, the Prince Charming's Regal Carousel, and Princess Fairytale Hall, which was super fun. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually mm-hmm. very interested in the Disney as well. Yeah. So I, I have a 
I have a couple questions. Go for it. I've answered questions about Disney for the last uh, too long. Continue. Uh, okay. Also, I I'm... have Disney vlogs on my YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, that's. I all. <laughs> yes, I also. That's what I meant by research. I oh, watched, you've watched I watch, all so... my vlogs. That's concerning, but that's not. Yeah, that's what I meant by I went deep. You know, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find I know my things. public. <laughs> going so deep. Okay, continue. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. I've I've seen your vlogs and. The, they're pretty good. I, I, I recommend everyone check them yeah, out. Yeah, there's a couple. I have I have Disney vlogs and I have random posts that are quite random. They're so neither here nor there in terms of what the heck's going on in them. Yeah, like you have some like Marvel ones or something. Yeah, like that. I have a couple movie reviews that I did briefly. Um, there's a video of me recreating a BuzzFeed Unsolved thing. Um, there's also oh. a video where I took my sleeping medication and watched the Christmas Prince Royal Wedding, which I might do with the Christmas Prince Royal Baby that comes out on December 5th. Okay. All right. So I just want you to... Yeah. So from my understanding... Mm -hmm. Okay. You have to sign up for this program. That's true. What made you want to sign up? Uh, so my... See how well put that question was? Yeah, no. Mm. It was a great question. Uh, great question. Um, so when I was in second year, I was in this class called Drama 200, which is Drama 100, but in second year. And ah. I sat beside my, my one of my good friends, Delaney, and she was talking about this Disney thing. She was like, I have to go apply for Disney. And I had no idea what she was talking about. So on my own, I went, Disney Canada, question mark. And then I found out that they uh, they have a Disney Canada like uh, summer program, which is the Disney CEP. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll apply. And then I forgot that I applied. And then a couple months later, I'd gotten the interview. Um, and then I was like, <laughs> ah, I forgot about this. Oh, and then I went for the interview, which they only take 25% of the applicants to interview, which made me feel real cool. Oh. And it was in the headquarters in Toronto. Oh. Oh, sorry, the rats are, like, cuddling. Oh. Um, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, so they only take 25% of the applicants to interview, and so I went to my interview, and then I thought I botched the interview, and so I freaked out. Um, I had to give myself blisters because I was wearing high heels all day, which was stupid. Um, and then what, did, I, what, what did you think you did wrong in the interview? I just thought I wasn't good enough to be hired by Disney. Like, oh. it was just like one of those things where it's like, will they like That's me? Sad. It's it's a lot. It's hard. Because when you're going for something so like, what seems so big, it's like, and not everyone can get it. And there's so many people who apply. There's always someone like better than you. Um, but then I got the job and I was like, oh, they must have liked me. Um, sad that your Delaney didn't go, but she didn't go last year. And that was fun because she worked in Hollywood Studios. Um, shout out to Delaney. But yeah, so then I went, worked in Frontierland, came back, okay. went, I'm not going to go work there again, uh, and then I did again, <laughs> so I'm a liar, you know, like a liar. Um, yeah. That's... That must be a trip. So you, you, from my understanding, like you live there and, you know, you get placed in one of the places, yeah, which so... is like merchandise, attractions. Yeah, so there's a bunch of different roles you can have. You uh, select three when you go to your interview, and you're like, these are the three that I think I would suit best. And then they pick whichever one they think you'd suit best in. Um, they put you in Disney housing. There are five housing complexes, four housing complexes. Um, the first year I was placed in one called Chatham, which is like kind of newer. It's like the more low-key one. Yeah, yeah, and then the second year I was placed in Vista Way. Which, which is like the Vic Hall. Of which it. is the Vic Hall. So, you yeah. know, truly I've got that See, I know set. what's up. I know yeah, what's up with watched. the... If you ever, if you ever seen uh, D uh, Confessions of a Disney Employee by Swoozy, that was literally. Oh I yeah. yeah. I didn't know that that was what he was talking about when he said oh, like. Oh, I know. What I should show you. Um, but that's that's okay. truly the experience. They used to have a hot tub. They closed the hot. I can't say that. That's no. Um, <laughs> it's not gonna I, get you fired or something. No, that's gonna get. Never mind. That people are gonna ask questions. Um, 
But truly, like, it's, it's a lot of fun. You meet a lot of cool people from a bunch of different places. I've, I, I talked to my friend Will from the UK, like, once a week. A bunch of my friends live in the U- US, um, and they're, they're super chill. Um, I still talk to my first-year roommates from there, which are more than I talk to my first-year roommates from here. So, you know. Oops. Oh. So, so when you get there, you have to do something called traditions, right? Mm-hmm. See, I'm acting like I don't know these it's things, really but I really fair. do. Yeah, it's fair. Yes, you do. I actually, I actually watched some of the, what do you call them, the DCP vloggers. Yeah. So I know. I know what's up. Do you know the I know the, the I know the tea, but I'm going to act like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair. Uh, yeah, so when you get there, you have to sit through um, four hours of what is called traditions, where they basically outline Disney's history, um, why you're there, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. They take you on a tour of some secret places. They tell you more things you need to know. It's four hours long. Secret places? Yep. Like can't what? Tell us. Them. I can't. Ah, oh, dang it. Uh, as a former employee of the Disney Corporation. If I stop recording, will you tell me? Yes. We can talk about it after. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but truly, um, they're very top secret about what they show you and what they tell you. And um, a lot of it, like, it's basically, when you when you sign your contract to work there, you're signing an NDA. Um, oh okay. Like that sort of that sort of fun stuff. Uh, very much. It's it's very funny how much they tell people, considering the fact that a lot of them are, like, only there for a few months. Yeah, and they're like college kids. Yeah, and they're college kids who truly should not be trusted with that information. But that's neither here nor there. What do I know about teaching a company how to run their business? They're one of the biggest corporations in the world right now. So. At Bob Iger. Ah, Bob Iger, my good man. <laughs> Pay respect to the no. OG. Gotta, gotta, we love you, Bob Iger. You know, two days ago was Mickey Mouse's birthday, so mm. truly. Oh boy! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Wait, you want to hear my Minnie Mouse impression? This is okay, terrifying. Go. So, go. so okay, in the in the intro to Philhar Magic, this was like what you hear on loop if you were okay, standing well, in the lobby. Philhar Magic is a ride, and in... yeah, it's the ride that I, the attraction that I worked at. It's like a 3D movie talking about Donald Duck. Um, so yeah. in the pre-show, like in the lobby, they would have like at five minutes and 50 seconds, they'd have this like thing that would play to tell you that everyone was getting ready and okay. you could just hear it over and over again. And then at night, no one else would be in there. It would just be you in this recording and it's so annoying. And I've fun. actually, yeah, I've been, I've been on the Yeah, Mickey yeah. Spill Magic is a great time, uh, in the rain or in really, really hot. Let me, let me, okay, hold on. <clears throat> <laughs> much as I love the conductor. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, you hear it enough to truly lose your mind. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, uh-huh. we'll see you again real soon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I could do it pretty good. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gorsh. Gorsh. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Here. <laughs> That's my... <laughs> That's Dear that's God. it. Oh, Mickey! That, like Minnie is the one that I can do. Oh. Thanks, pal. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this is oh. going to turn into the Disney Voice podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, gee, thanks, there, pal. Well, huh? see you again real huh? soon. Real huh? soon. <laughs> Terrifying. I know. This it's because I have a naturally deep voice. This is what my nightmares are made out of. I hope everyone like. I go to sleep and you hear. Um, Google, you like look up the uh, Fantasyland Carousel Loop. It is the most annoying mix of songs that you oh. will never want to hear in your life ever again. And it's like on like 
120 as volume and it goes on all night so if you get there to open it's still going and if you're there to close it's still going and you're like when will it stop it only stops when they turn off the carousel to do repair work in the middle of the night oh yeah really so they never turn it off no isn't that a waste of energy mm-hmm again don't don't ask me i don't know how to run the a business disney company we love the disney company Woo. okay so you you worked at Philharmonic. magic mm-hmm. Um, your second time, but what about your first time? So you did something, so you switched from merchandising to attraction. Yes. I didn't want to do merchandising twice because I love telling people what to buy, but also I hate telling people what to buy. So basically merchandising is working in a gift shop. So I worked in the gift shop of Slash Mountain and as well as, so Frontierland, there's an upper and a lower. Lower is, uh. Spot Frontierland is a land in, in Magic, Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. If you weren't, if, I feel so bad for you. I have no idea what. To yeah, do. it's true. If you don't <laughs> lost. watch my vlogs, and just then watch know. the vlogs. It's true. Like, get me those views. Subscribe to my channel. To- turn post notifications on so you'll know. I, what are What are all the things? Yeah, I truly I have not posted anything in like months. Um, because I post things when I feel. You should vlog this. Oh, vlog it's time. too late. Uh, I have to edit. I have, like, vlogs I have to edit. I have to edit one where I bleached my hair on my birthday. My birthday's in August. It is currently November. Uh, that's how backed up I've gotten. Um, oh. But I have a list of things I want to film. Um, things will eventually show up on my channel. They always do. But um, merchandising was basically... Uh, I got to wear a fun, pretty skirt, and I got to go, Howdy! Um, and then I would <laughs> tell people to buy things. Oh, that's not true. I would just stand there and watch them buy Sprite all day. Or Dasani water for $4 for some reason. Bro. You know. Whatever. Um, and then some days, um, because I begged them to, I really liked doing what was called PAC, which stands for Parade Audience Control. So we had a 3 o'clock parade um, that would roll through Frontierland, and I would be put on PAC duty, which means I got to tell everyone to stand inside of tape. And I thought it was really fun, because you this was the only time that you were allowed to yell at people at Disney. Because... Usually the guess is always right, but this case, safety comes before courtesy in the four keys. And so you get to be like, please stay in the tape. And if they're like, it's too sunny, you go, well, you came to Florida in the middle of summer, so it's not my problem. Stand in the tape, please. Um, And then I also did like pack uh, for the fireworks because we'd have a nightly fireworks show. Um, And then I've also done pack for 4th of July, which was a nightmare and don't recommend, but it's also really fun, but also terrible. There was like, it was a full park. This was this year. Um, And I had a panic attack when everyone was trying to exit the park after the fireworks were done because there were now like 60,000 people in like one very small space, Mm. not listening. And you'd be like, right, go, go right this way. And then they would go the other way and you'd be like, no. And they wouldn't listen to you and they call you a bitch because you're not listening to them. And you're like, mm. ah. Uh, That's not nice. Yeah. You know, keep the magic alive, kids. <laughs> so what made you want, what made you apply again? Peer pressure. Okay. Yeah. What made you want to do the, uh, the attractions role. Peer, no, uh, I quite. <laughs> I didn't want to do merchandising twice, and so the only thing I could think that I would actually want to do was attractions. And I was when I talked in my interview, I said I really liked being in Magic Kingdom, and I would hope to be there again. And they had a lot of openings and attractions in Magic Kingdom, and they were like, "I think you do it because uh, 
you work in theaters, and for some reason those two correlate. For some reason, but whatever. I guess that kind of makes sense. It kind of makes sense, but not really. <laughs> it's like a really vague way. Yeah. Fill our theater. Fill yeah. our magic. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Stuff with technology, maybe? And I'm like, eh, for sure. If you want to put me there, it's totally <laughs> But you also work the carousel? Yeah, the carousel was the only true ride of the three places that I worked. Um, oh, okay. In the what, sense was the th- that... what was the third then? Um, the Princess Fairy Tale Hall, which was basically just the... merging people. It was two okay. lines, a fast pass line and a standby line, and you would meet the characters. Yeah, you would yeah. stand there with a clicker, or if you were me and you could do mental math, uh, you would tell how many people. Look would... at you! I'm so smart. I know, bougie. Everyone would use clickers, and I was like, I can do mental math. And then they were like, Stop sending extra people in the rooms. And I go, It wasn't me. It was the person who was in here before me. Don't say it was me, but it was probably me. But it's fine. Whatever. Did you just not want to use a clicker? I don't like using clickers. They're, 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 half of them were like stuck, so you'd hit the button and it wouldn't do anything. The only time I would use the clicker is if I was doing the carousel at night, because you would have to pack it to a certain amount, because it was right in the middle of the fireworks zone, and so you would have to pack it a certain way until the fireworks were done. And then, like, when the fireworks start, you had to close it all down. The carousel's fun. Oh. Like, yeah, it, like, the carousel, because it was the only true ride, like, you'd have to, like, know how to turn it on, how each rotation goes, what you had to say, which was... Uh, Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Give me a second. I can actually remember it. Um, Welcome to Prince Charming Regal Carousel. In just a few moments, we will open our gates. Once seated, if any children's feet do not reach the stirrups, please buckle their seatbelts. If standing, please stand on the inside of the carousel between two horses. Thank you. That came from somewhere that I <laughs> could not tell you. Um, I'm I'm impressed, but in a weird way. I, I genuinely don't know how I remember that, because I can barely remember things that I have to have for the next day. So, you know, that's neither here nor there. Good for you. Maybe you should have combined the two and done that one in a mini voice. I'm not even going to try to do it. I'm just going <laughs> to save everyone the trouble. All oh, the rats are sleeping on each other now. Oh. Oh. And the other one's playing with cardboard. Okay, well, I just also wanted to ask you, mm. did you have any bad guest experiences that I'm you want to spill I... the tea? Must have been a time. Like, there's no way that there wasn't a bad experience other than the time that, well, cause, right, like, Fourth of July is the only thing that can really come to mind. Uh, there was a guy who vaped in Princess Fairytale Hall once, which made me laugh because you're not, okay, first of all, smoking of any kind is banned in Disney parks um, so anytime you saw someone smoking you'd have to be like sorry you have to put that out and go to the smoking areas which are outside the park and then they'd yell at you um, but there was this one guy who was vaping and I was like I didn't notice it because it was like right at closing so I was just, like shutting all the doors and like doing my closing checklist um, and I would be walking and I was like why does it smell like cookies all of a sudden like what the hell and I turned the corner and there's this guy vaping in the- and I was like and I like looked at all my coworkers. I was like, "Has anyone noticed the guy who's vaping right now?" And they're like, "Oh right." Now I'm like, "Oh my god, you guys are idiots." Anyways, oh, um, the only the only time I can think of like a really bad guest experience was uh, on Fourth of July. We worked right beside uh, Peter Pan's Flight, which is one of the most popular rides at Disney for no reason because yeah. it's so old and like it's not it's even not... okay. Wait, what is what is your opinion? Because I don't think it's, it's good. Not good. Like yeah. I can go like. A lot of, so, so the way our, um, our area was Fantasyland West, um, where I worked, and so the cast... So, I feel so bad for anyone who doesn't know anything no, about this. yeah, I'm so sorry. It's, it's You're, the you're pretty much lost, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you don't know but I'm about, on the same page, I completely understand. Theater and Disney is, like, my personality. But basically, Fantasyland West is the whole area of attractions that are in Yeah, this, it's got, like, yeah, it's a small world. Small world, 
Small World Peter Pan's Flight is yeah. one complex. Philhar Complex is the other one. We share yeah. a break room in the Pan area. Um, so every one of those two complexes are like close friends. Some people become more than friends. Some people cheat on their girlfriends. It's a whole thing. Oh, uh, I should You know what? None of them are going to watch, listen to this. Like, yeah, yeah, it'd be really good. funny if they did and got to this point and were like, why are you talking about me? <laughs> I can talk more in detail about that though because that's just a whole other like can of worms. Oh. Uh, Disney romances are actually crazy, but not the point. Um, but there was one time during third or fourth of july where i was standing at one of the taped off areas kind of just supposed to i was guest flow so like i was supposed to stand there and ask answer questions if people had any before we like started actually shifting people for the fireworks i got a light wand it was fun this guy came up to me and started yelling at me for the line wait time of peter pan's flight and i was like i can't help you like first of all i don't work that attraction second of all what am i gonna do like truly it's like i don't know why you want to ride peter pan's like if you haven't been I always Disney, fast pass Peter Pan because it's the line. Yeah, it, it's well because I knew people who worked there, I could just skip the line. But like, yeah. Um, but you also worked there. It's so. also I worked there. Um, see, if you ever work at Disney, you make friends who work in attractions because it really helps you out in like tough situations. Um, I knew people who worked in Pandora, which is like the Avatar area. Yeah. Um, now I currently know people who work in the the new Star Wars area. So yeah, like, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Galaxy's Edge. I got a lot of connections over there, so if you ever visit, I got my way onto the sick rides that are there. Um, I know, like, I know people who used to work at Haunted Mansion. Um, I had, like, basically all of Fantasyland, so, like, anyone who needed a ride on there, I was like, yeah, let me go hit up my friend who works. Anyway, Look at you. I'm, I got connections. That's, theater tells you how to make connections. <laughs> it all comes together. It all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was your worst. Yeah, I, I literally can't think of anything because I probably blocked it. <laughs> okay. I had more bad. I'm the same way. I blocked. I had out. more bad employee relations than I did with guests. I think. Okay. Also, one more thing because mm-hmm. I sort of I sort of know this mm-hmm. from other sources, but I you have to you have to live with other people, yes. right? How's that? Uh, because I've done this program twice, I've lived with. A total of 11 people. So oh, that's I've, a lot. So, so there were six people in a, each apartment. So both times I had... So there's one person in your room, and then there were, like, three rooms. So there are six people in total. So the first time I did the program, loved every single one of them. I still talk to them all the time. My friend is currently hinting at her boyfriend that she wants him to propose, and I was like, if you don't invite me to the wedding in Edmonton, I'm going to kill you. That sort of thing. Um, so they're amazing. I love them so much. People I live with this year... Love most of them. There were six of us. I love five out of the six. No, that, that's not true. I love four out of the six because I don't include myself. Um, I mean, I do include myself. I love myself. So five out of... <laughs> I, I don't like one person. They don't really know that. Um, but they also made a, a direct YouTube attack on one of our Oh, other so they're a YouTuber. Oh, they're a YouTuber. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay, you're going to have to tell me that after. Yeah, yeah I it's want... true. She made a whole, like hour-long video about the tea in our apartment which didn't exist did she have like a lot of she had beef with one roommate and everyone else liked them and she was like everyone hates her there's so much drama man you guys start so much the drama. d and dcp stands for drama it, Dar- say, drama it seems like it it's true like like i said um the biggest the biggest problem isn't guest issues it's interpersonal relationships that's it's truly just it you can mm. come home and it's stressful man how much do you, how much, how much you want me to say about that? Say, say it all, say okay, it all, so, say it um, all. 
Okay. So, I hope. I really hope no one from Disney's actually. No, I. It'd be really I strange. I doubt it. It'd be strange. It'd be so weird. But yeah. like some of my friends might. I might tell them to listen to it because I think it's really funny. Um, but basically, I also probably shouldn't talk about this. I, I will kind of tweak it a bit. So this is an interpersonal tweak it, tweak work it. story. Oh, okay. So, um, okay. I, when I was on my program, was talking to this person who I worked with. Let's call him Jeremy. So me and Jeremy were talking. Um, Jeremy and I, Jeremy was like this, like he like used to like do theater things. And I was like, oh, he's cool. He did theater things. And like he would drive mm. me home so I didn't have to take CD buses. And I was like, oh, he's chill. And like, we're like, well, flirtation ship sort of thing. Like it was fine. Mm. Um, it wasn't fun. So it was like, it was all fun and games and whatever. Until one day he's like, my ex-girlfriend who also worked in this area is trying to get me back. And it's like, ah, and I was like okay like i don't understand what's going on he's like let's call her let's call her hannah so he's like oh hannah's trying to win me back and i was like okay and then he'd be like but like i won't but like i won't like no like you're like great you're like i would move to canada for you and i was like Okay. Whoa, okay. that sounds like a red flag yeah. to me. <laughs> that was a red flag. Only red flag. So I, like, I stopped. I, I got to a point where like I stopped talking to him because he was like super like hot cold, and I was like, "This is no, nah, I don't need to deal with this. This is stupid." Yeah. Um, and I was talking to this one girl. Her name is Jules. She's one of my close friends. I still talk to her like every day. And she was like, she was once on the phone with him, and she was like, I could tell she was talking to him because he had like a long work day that he told me about. And I was like, oh, you're on the phone with Jeremy. She's like, oh, yeah, like, we're best friends. And I'd be like, oh, so the girl you're talking about all the time is Jules. And he'd be like, no, Jules and I are just friends. Like, why are you, like, accusing me of things? And I'm like, I'm not accusing you of anything. You just don't talk to me. And this oh. whole thing kept going on and on. But basically, Jules and him were, like, best friends. Uh, and then something happened. And one day he just comes and he's just like, and Jules is freaking out. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Um, and she's like, Jeremy and Hannah, they're still together. And I was like, what? Um, and so I had seen them like come to a, like go to a party together. And I was like, Jeremy, you and Hannah? And he's just like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like we're just friends. We're visiting like a thing. And I'm like, okay, but like you guys are like not dating. And like, you're like telling everyone you are dating, but you're not. It was a whole thing. It's so confusing. Long, long, long story short. This is like October or maybe September. I get a message from Jules, and she goes, you, Jeremy and Hannah just moved in together. And I was like, what? And she's like, they had never broken up the whole summer. They had been like, no! every single person. And they were still together. And I was no! like, oh, I, I was like, oh, man, he's a, no! he's a scumbag. Like, that's that terrible. is so bad. Then she goes, you don't understand. I was in love with him, and I was what? like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Oh, what do you I mean?" I just—I need to turn the levels down. Oh, <laughs> oh no! And I was like, "Jules, the Jules girl." Was... Yeah, and I was like, "Jules, what do you, what do you mean you're? This is too much." I was like, "What do you mean you're in love with him?" She's like, "Like, we were sleeping together," and I was like, oh, no. "You told me you were just friends," and he's, she's like, "No, he told me you and him were just friends," and I was no. like. He sent me a message and he was like, where is it? What? It was so funny. I literally like was. What? Okay, when was this? It was so recent. Two weeks ago. So this was during the Drowsy Chaperone run. November 4th. I get a message out of straight out of nowhere from Jeremy. He's like, I've been doing a lot of reflection. 
I just wanted to let you know that I'm sorry and I think of you daily. I'm trying to be a better me and everything you've taught me and everything Snapchat. that has happened is an inspiration for that. So, thank you and I'm sorry. It's on Snapchat because I blocked him on Facebook. <laughs> He's an actual scum. <laughs> and he's still seeing Hannah. Like, Hannah? But there's... what? So Jules is... Jules lives in Connecticut. Um, uh, and she's like... <gasps> it was a, it's a what is Hannah thing. doing then? If this all went down? She... Like, we... Is she, she equally as bad? No! She's so sweet. I'm like... I'm well, like, what are you guys doing? Shouldn't you... you know? We tried to tell her, but she blocked us. So... No! <laughs> it's, it's literally the worst. Just... D- Never date anyone you either no. work with. Like, don't date people you work, work with. That's with, what yeah. I've learned. That's I've a good learned strategy. That. Um, also, uh, I also left the chair because uh, yeah. I was. That was a bit. I did not see that end. I was like trying to keep up with all the characters. No, in the it's story. true. I'm. Um, I'm. I pitched a play to. Um, to QSV about um it's called in a fantasy land it may or may not be about that interpersonal drama <laughs> and i think it's really funny and i'm really hoping they pick it just because i think it'd be really funny to see that on the stage and you know but who knows i never do certainly i can be an advanced playwriting but it doesn't mean they'll put on my stuff true true no that seems like a good idea it's true it's oh man i it's, feel like wow, that's like running a marathon was that was that last this was this summer. this summer so like I was just I was so confused. That whole situation was. I just, don't even know how you even survived. Uh, I didn't, but like. Oh my gosh! This my is life is much. a whirlwind. A ma- this <laughs> is too is much. I just I just uncovered a layer that I think I should recover. Yeah. Because... No good call. Disney, <gasps> Disney and theater are very one and the same in that if as soon as something happens interpersonally, everyone finds out. And oh, yeah. bad for at least one person, usually. Just it, they just get they're they're very hard situations to get yourself out of. Okay, we're gonna come back. I'm gonna take a quick break and compose myself. <laughs> well, I was gonna. Okay, it's time for the first segment. I guess it's called. Yeah, let's just go to this one. It's called. Spill the brew. Oh. Yeah, uh-huh. except we're not drinking. There's not, there's not beer, so. Spill the cider. Spill the cider. But basically, this is when I ask you or I talk to you about something controversial. Go bold. We love controversy. Yeah, and <laughs> I get your opinion. But this one, oh, this one was really Reddit. good. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not from Reddit. Uh-huh. It was just, I just saved it on Reddit because, yeah. Well, I guess it, it technically is. It's from... It's from longer. it's from millennial, oh. not millennial boomer Facebook, if oh. you will. Oh it's from the Hi. subreddit. Hi there. It's from the subreddit um, Insane People Facebook. But nice. I love that. It is. Uh, it basically, it's a it's a bit of a two parter. But basically, it's a woman who goes on a rant Uh-oh. about. Uh, oh wait, I know exactly what this is. Do about I? kids. Uh, <laughs> Millennial yeah. in Disney. <laughs> in Disney, yeah. That. You want to read your post out? Yeah, so I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read what this lovely uh, woman read, but trying to censor and make sense of it. It's uh, someone who posts on Facebook angrily, as as one would do, you know, when they're when they have their complaints, you know, they just make a post. Okay, I'm gonna read now. It pisses me off to no end when I see childless couples without. She just says without at Disney World. Angry face emoji like 10 times. 
Disney World is a family amusement park. Yet, these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap. They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buys their babies treats and toys. They will never experience the exhaustion that it is to chase a three-year-old around and getting stares at assuming I'm a bad mother! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. This C word, which is very derogatory to women and I would Yikes. never say, in some very um, un, uh, unmodest shorts, she used a different word, was buying a Mickey pretzel. And Aiden, it's, it's funny, uh, wanted one, but the line was very long. So I said later, and it broke his poor little heart. Oh man, poor Aiden. Poor Aiden. And he cried, and I wanted to take that effing pest pretzel like that, like, <laughs> like, thanks, B, you made my son cry. I really like the censor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, B. B, yeah, uh, angry emoji, angry emoji. Disney World is for children. People without children need to be banned. Yikes. Mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the line. Oh boy. You have no idea what, oh, you have no effing idea what it's like to have to stand in line for three hours with a cranky, tired, exhausting toddler. And I can't tell him that we can't do something because oh, it's his vacation God. too. I effing hate childless women with a burning passion. Angry, angry, angry emoji, angry emoji, angry emoji. <laughs> okay, I have like so many things to say about that. Yeah, I had a lot of things to say too. I have, Okay, so the, I was in Disney when that post came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, this is extra tea. Um, I feel like, it, I feel like it, it, it's come out like three times, uh, the same sort of story but oh okay um it, okay first of all i now that you now that that is read out loud i have i have a there has been a woman who said something like that to me oh, not no. as derogatory but she's like can i skip the line when i was working fast fast and i was like huh and she was like i have a child here and i had to look at her and be like everyone has a child here you cannot skip the line because you have a child here that is ridiculous <laughs> Also, Disney is a very much everyone place. We've been trying to make everyone's great day happy, and you know, you're not the only one here. Uh, yikes. I also have a post on my Instagram, again, all okay. on my Instagram, that says, Just a childless space traveling millennial at Disney World, because, you know, mm. that's me. That's but, oh, okay, hold on. The tea is is further, <laughs> I don't know, even know what, what analogy I can have. Spill but it. then a lovely young man. Uh-oh. Uh, from the New York Post. Uh -oh. oh, I gotta get this. Do you know about this, too? I don't know. Oh, no, I just gotta search it. Lovely. But uh, this lovely young man wrote uh, a follow-up post, if you will. Oh, of course. Sort of defending. Childless millennials? Ch yeah, childless millennials in the New York Post. Interesting. And this this one really got my... Okay, the the... The, the title is, Sorry, Childish Millennials Going to Disney World is Weird. By, I'm going to say his full name just because. Johnny Olensinski. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he talks about the, the post in question. Mm -hmm. Of course. But then he goes, Miss Effing Pretzel is right on this point. Millennials are indeed an un are in an unhealthy relationship with Disney. Having granted control so of granted control of so much of their leisure time and personality to a single enormous corporate entity <laughs> meant for children, want to go see a movie? Let's go to the to the remake of 1994's The Lion King, 
or in 1992 it was Aladdin. Want to go on vacation? Sure, let's get off, let's jet off to the new Toy Story Land at Disney World. At least it is research. Based oh, on yeah. his based on my favorite film from 1995. While we're at it, why not return not why not return to the safety and comfort of the womb? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. It gets worse. I'm scrolling oh, a bit no. down. Uh Okay, he goes I know I'll get a barrage of emails and tweets explaining all the crafty ways Walt worshippers shave a couple hundred dollars off their Disney trips. Noted. But that's not the point. Why do the same old safe boring thing when you could buy a round trip to Norwegian Airlines flight from New York to Paris right now? What? I can't say this without laughing. <laughs> for, for $280. Get an Airbnb and sit, al- sit along the same drinking rosé. Oh, who am I kidding? You'll skip the Louvre and go straight to Disneyland Paris. To be fair, Disneyland Paris is beautiful. I've never been, but the photos, wow, I want to go. Uh, You're not. I'm not helping the cause. Yeah. Uh, all I'll say is, like, people like what they like. I don't ask you to go stop yeah, watching golf. Yeah, what is this guy's golf. problem? Like, I'm not going up to this guy and being like, stop watching golf. Stop trying to pretend you know anything about basketball when you clearly don't. Like, I don't know. I, my, my point, really, is some people have i don't know what i was gonna say i was gonna say like a lot of people who like disney end up working there which means they have the ability to go all the time um and then there are people who spend all their money there have you seen the lady who collects like 87 mickey mouses it's terrifying mm-hmm. it's, it's her house is full of mickey and it's a nightmare um but in moderation anything is fine like i don't judge you don't judge me sort of mentality mm-hmm. like what what is other people's lives got to do with you and you should know that if you're going to Disney, you're going to be waiting in long lines. Like, mm. it, it's part of the experience, really. And yeah, but little Aiden, though. Little, you know, little Aiden has to learn patience. What would you... How would you, in, in your infinite wisdom and experience, how would you deal with someone like that if someone gave you that rant? Um, that's when you call your manager over and go... Uh, can they're not s- called managers, are they? No, they're not. They're called leaders yes. or coordinators. Use the correct terminology, um, Natalie. I'm currently talking on a podcast in my kitchen. I can do what I want. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, but you would call your coordinator if someone's getting out of hand. Uh, if it gets too bad, you'd call security. But truly, people need to... Like, a lot of kids who come to Disney aren't parented well and the kids who are parented well won't complain about waiting in a line that long also we have we being disney disney has a thing called rider switch so if you have a young child um you can swap riders in order to let both parents ride the ride without having to wait with the child in the line to avoid situations like that especially if they're young young children and you can't leave them alone um like okay first of all don't bring your newborn to disney that's a stupid idea i get you want the photos but like it's not worth it um, you're paying thousands of dollars to sit in the heat with a child who should not be sitting in the heat in the first place. Um, why? Why are they squeaking? Um, TLDR. Uh, take precautions when you go to Disney. Like, they have... There's so many mommy blogs for a reason. Mm. And the reason is so you don't have to deal with, like, the sort of situations when you get there. Be aware that there are people. Don't go during peak times if you want short. If you want short wait lines, go during off seasons. Go when most people aren't there. Don't go during breaks of schools if you don't want to. If you want to avoid millennials, um, don't go during spring break. Don't go during summer break. Um, also, every almost everyone who works at Disney is a childless millennial. Uh, don't roast us to our face. It's kind of awkward. It's very annoying to deal with. Um, 
But yeah, like most of the people that Disney hires are between the ages of 18 to 25. So those are like summer staff. That's what you're getting. So if you don't want to see childless millennials come during February when they're uh, between seasons. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Wow, that was a very well-founded answer. Uh-huh. It was a very responsible answer. It's not what I expected, but listen, good, good stuff. Disney you know. Corporation treats you well when you tell them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't know where the sentence was going. Okay. Wow, we're almost we're almost covered everything. Almost. Almost. But uh, oh, I also had. Uh, I'm so basic here. Uh-oh. Let me ask some basic questions. Well, this, well, this I don't know, this, this almost dies, but it's okay. I have the, I have the DCP tag. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. I told you. Uh, yeah. I, I like, got this. Yeah, is this is real or just Natalie talks about Disney for a Yeah, well, that's what I'm interested <laughs> about. I'm fair. sorry. Theater's not important. That's fine. That's fine. No. It's true. That's not true. We talked about theater for like an it's, hour. It's true. That's not true, but yeah, it's fine. Keep talking about Disney. I'm okay with that. I can okay. show you my name tags and everything. Okay, I got excited for a second. Um, hold on, we, we sort of covered all of this. Here's the most basic question. What's your favorite Disney park? Magic Kingdom. I worked there. But more accurately, Animal Kingdom because it has Expedition Everest, which is the best ride at Disney. Don't at me. It's oh. so fun. It's my favorite ride. Oh, okay. That's your favorite ride. Yeah, my oh, favorite okay. ride is Expedition Everest. Which What's your favorite show? Show, like, at the park. At the park, To yeah. watch. Wow, you... Fantasmic? Good or, answer. Yeah, Fantasmic is great. I also like Happily Ever After, which is the nighttime fireworks show. Um, Festival of the Lion King. Oh, yeah. Okay, Festival of the Lion King is great. No. That's why Animal Kingdom is the best part, because it has the best attractions. Like, and, and now the it best has food. Pandora. And pa- yeah, but the lines for that are super long. So you're yeah. My friend, um, I, um, one of my friends, um, she has diabetes, so she has a disability access pass, so she can get return time. So we would just use this on Flight of Passage so we don't oh. have to wait. It's the equivalent of a fast pass. So if you have any... Dis- that's... <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and that's stop, stop. Actually, okay, well now, no. this is a perfect segue. Oh, boy. content. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. This is another segment. Oh, boy. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Oh, it. boy. Okay. okay. Well, it's time for the next segment, which is hyper-beeraticals. Okay. Okay, but we're at drinking apple juice, so it's... Oh, it's not I even a thing. Okay. Uh-huh. It took me a second to understand what you meant by that, but now we're Yeah, so it's like hypothetical questions to like <laughs> yeah, but, hear, to yeah. learn more about you. Uh-huh. Okay. But it's funny that you mentioned Expedition Everest because for some reason the internet has blessed me Uh-oh. in its infinite wisdom. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? And I just searched, sure. you know, Disney hypothetical questions. Uh-huh. And I thought there's no way there could be something. But okay. there is something, you know? Uh-huh. So it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Okay. This is also really specific to Disney, so once again, I'm sorry. Yeah, if you don't like Disney and you haven't tuned out... Uh... <laughs> I don't. No, 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 Keep going, because there's actually going to be another segment that's not related to Disney. This is the unrelated... This is... Okay. This is the hypothetical question. You can get a fully operational Yeti and Expedition Everest. Hold. To get it, you may choose only one of the following. Mm-hmm. Option one. Yep. You com- completely give up the haunted mansion, never can ride again. Okay. Option two, only ride Space Mountain, Space Mountain one one more time 
for the rest of your life. Okay. Option three, must only eat at quick service restaurants for the next five visits to Disney World. Okay. Option four, any of the first three are too much to give up. I'll keep Disco Yeti. Hmm. And also, if you want to get background to the question. Yeah, okay, so basically, um, Expedition Everest, um, there's a part where you go backwards, and you, you stop, and you go forwards, and then it's like, a, it's a dark ride, and then at, at near the end, there's supposed to be a fully automational Yeti that kind of comes at you, but after the first, like, six months of operation, uh, it stopped working, so they just turned it off and have a lot of strobe lights to kind of give the effect of moving, but it really isn't. Um, so yeah. basically, it's called Disco Yeti, because it's strobe lights, um, I, it's, this is hard in the sense that I kind of already eat mostly at quick service restaurants. Like I, the only time I don't eat at quick service is when I'm doing like fine dining, which I quite like. Um, but also I like Haunted Mansion in the sense that a lot of my friends work there and it's very sentimental. And, um, I don't remember what the second option was, but I feel like the I would The second one. No, I love Space Mountain. Fun. Space Mountain is my favorite ride, like second favorite ride after Expedition Everest. So I can't give that up. So... Disco Yeti, honestly, I can ride Expedition Everest without the Yeti moving too much. I like the ride, not necessarily the Yeti itself. Ah, okay. Well, there we go. That yeah. was hyper... Okay, for now, for a less, less limiting one. If Walt Disney came back from the dead uh-huh. in perfect health, uh-huh. would he be capable of resuming his duties at the Disney company? No. Pourquoi? Um... We have moved so far forward in terms of technology in comparison to when Walt Disney was alive in 1972. Um, And I think in the sense of where the Disney Corporation has gone from Walt's death to now, like truly he could probably oversee parks and stuff to kind of keep that magic alive. But I don't think he'd be able to resume role as like acting head of the company because a lot of it now is branched into this whole like race to get as many assets as possible mm. like now we like acquisitions like with fox and marvel and star wars and yada 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 so a big part of it is acquisitions and disney plus is a big like they're the biggest selling point right now um to investors this is so technical <laughs> yeah Walt would i don't think because of the, the it's like when steve rogers in the marvel movie captain mm. america Actually, it was, it was the first Avenger? No, it was the end of Captain America, or Winter Soldier, wherever the It fuck. was Winter Soldier. Was that one? No, I'm no, kidding. No, it was not. I'm whatever kidding. Captain America came out of the ice and was suddenly thrown into 2010 or whatever and had no experience except for 1945, it's that... It was the first Captain America. No, because that was, that was the background movie. That was the one that was yeah. taking place in... Listen, I know enough about Marvel, which is a lot, because I love Marvel so very much, but... Um, I can't remember which movie it is for the life of me because I don't like It's okay. I didn't I watch forgive them in you. order. Um, but yeah, basically, he would not be able to keep up with the technological advances, especially with the ride mechanics now, too. Like, the last ride that just opened, which was Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, Millennium, Rise of the Smugglers, Ron Smugglers, Ron, that's what it's called. Rise of the Smugglers. Smugglers. I can't even speak. Um... That ride, if you've never been to Disney, I'm so sorry, but like, there's a ride called Star Tours, and there's a ride called Flight of Passage, which both use... They're like, like simulation. Yeah, they're like simulator rides. Have you ever been to Canada's Wonderland and went on the Spongebob ride when it exists? Because I believe that was... A, yeah. Yeah. It's like that, but bigger, like a 4D simulator. Um, so a lot of the rides, that's what they do at Universal, but that there's a lot of them starting to crop up at Disney. 
Um, and I don't think those kinds of ride me- mechanics are what Walt is used to in the sense that he used to use animatronics, which are starting to sort of fading away. Yeah. Rest in peace, Buzzy. Aw. Are they going to close that ride? That ride was never open. It was... Oh, the bro- okay. That's the one that... They- Not Buzz, Buzzy. Buzzy oh. was the one that got stolen. The clothes got stolen. Buzzy animatronic. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, look up Jenny that's, Nicholson's video called Free Buzzy. That's neither here nor there. That's true. Okay, well, we've made it through. I'm just going to just move. You know, there's more stuff I could ask, but I, I feel <laughs> we, we people want out of this Disney film. We so have gone, we've gone so far into the Disney that I need to stop very, very quickly. Um, but... Uh, I actually, I actually have one more. Tasty question? No, no, no. God, God, no. Yeah, it's fucking two hours of just Disney. <laughs> I'm fine with it, but, uh, okay. Here's, here's Chuck Klosterman's, uh, hyper-theoretical question. This man writes, let me tell you, some, some hard-hitting questions, <laughs> as I like to say. Okay. So, this is a true hyper-theoretical. All right, and I'm okay. gonna have to read it. Once again. At long last, someone invents the Dream VCR. This machine allows you to tape an entire evening's worth of your own dreams, which you can then watch at your leisure. Okay. Oh, dang it, I lost my... However, the inventor of the Dream VCR will only allow you to use this device if you agree to a strange caveat. When you watch your dreams, you must do so with your family and your closest friends in the same room. They get to watch your dreams along with you. And if you don't agree to this, you still can't use the v- dream VCR. Would you still do this? I mean, I can't think of a dream that I've had. Okay. Well, maybe you need it. Yeah, it's true. And I t- truly don't really care if people see what's in my head. I think it's easier for people to understand me a little better. I'm trying to think the last dream that I actually had. But I truly can't remember past 20 minutes after waking up. So... Yeah, useful. The weird thing about the VCR thing, it just reminds me, this is so off-tangent. Hit me me with it. When I was, like, a child, when I couldn't go to sleep, I would pretend I'm putting a VCR in, like, a player to watch it as a dream. Oh. And I would go into a little sleep pod. Um, Yeah, just got reminded. It would always be, like, Unicorn Princess, but, like, it would never be about Unicorn Princess. It would probably be about Spies. It was called Unicorn Princess, no matter what the actual dream was. Ah. Fun fact. Nifty, nifty little tidbit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it's all about. All right. That brings me... Oh, man. What a ride it's been. Wow. What a ride. A ride and a half. <sighs> what an expedition Everest it's been. <laughs> no. Please. <laughs> what a space mountain it's what been. A, <laughs> what a railroad. What a Thunder Mountain Railway it's been. Oof. What a, what a splash it's been. What a splash. What a zippity doo dah <laughs> Stop trying to eat the thing in the thing. But hmm. this brings me to, oh man, oh man, this, this is the uh, this is the iconic uh, segment of the of the time. Which is called. But it's holy shit! What are you doing? <laughs> I just do this. Uh, don't worry about it. That's confusing. Yeah. That yeah. Cool. Are you pulling up a photo and asking me to explain it? Or are you going to the furthest photo? Oh my. Yeah, this this segment is called Facebook Hangover. 
Okay. You know my names? They're nifty names. Yeah, so. they're nifty names. I can tell you right now, you won't find anything incriminating because uh, I got Facebook in grade 12. So uh, there's nothing that cringy on there. Okay, yeah. but I'm here to prove you wrong. Yeah, you're probably right. I post cringy things for myself. Like you've seen, If anyone's ever seen my Facebook, I post like really bad posts, just shit posting on my own personal Facebook, which is probably dumb, but it's fine. Anyways, continue. Okay, well... Mm-hmm. This segment is all about finding those uh, those juicy those juicy you know posts. We let me tell you from this segment. Yeah. From my guests, I found some really bad you know some mirror selfies. You know some interesting custom hats that say I pwn noobs. You know that's really fun. Some can I just get one? Oh of those? man, some gnomes, gnomes. Pictures of gnomes. Okay. There's been everything. No, you know, that's for we've sure. covered everything. I'm sure. But Natalie can. here is here to break the bubble. So basically, yeah. I go. Deep into Natalie's Facebook. I, if you didn't know, I was just scrolling all yeah, the way down. Yeah, you were scrolling through my Facebook. All the way down to the pictures. No. Oh. I'm sitting. Okay. okay. Uh, I need to like, sit don't on get knees. up. Yeah, I'm getting up to. to and I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up. I picked the picture. I had these. I, sorry to say, I looked at these before. Okay. He's I, just I, I did a me. Uh, I just. He's coming. He's uh, admitting, Your Honor. He's admitting. <laughs> no, 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 Your Honor. I did not. This is for the purpose of the podcast. This. Image, okay, is is a Natalie uh, wearing glasses. Okay, she's very happy. It's from May twenty sixteen. Once again, you're right. I did notice that there was no cringy like elementary school. Good job. Because I, I got this Facebook first in grade time. twelve. I told you. I, it's, oh, I wow. got Facebook to to join Queen's University twenty twenty group chats. Mm, mm. Well, good for you. Yeah. But she's here. She's wearing sunglasses. She's very happy, and there is a sprinkling of uh, powder. Oh, it's the I know which one. There's there's blue powder. There's blue powder everywhere. There's colorful the powder. Is it the one that says my mother didn't have to use my? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. There's no caption. Uh, unfortunately, I I probably picked the wrong. There's probably a. There's oh, one, I found it. The one where it's like I, I told my mom right? I could do it. Is that the one? Uh, the the reason I said that is because I'm aller- I'm allergic. I have asthma, so I can't oh. usually do five k runs, but I did it. It's okay. very wholesome once you think about the content. Okay, see, see, this is all about the, this is this is all about looking ahead of yourself. Okay, well, yeah, she's being she's being covered in in some sort of powder substance. So here, I'm going to show. It's very colorful and looks uh, like some exactly sort of run. I know exactly what the photo is. Yeah. 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 That's a great photo of me. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I told my mom I could do it. There was another one. Okay, there. so give me the context. Yeah, here. when I was in grade twelve, I did the color run for the first time. I've done it twice. Um, the second time was in, after first year, um, but I have really bad asthma, so I used to not be able to take gym, and I used to not be able to breathe when I ran or walked. So uh, I told my mom I could run a five k. She said I couldn't, and then I did it. So haha, get wrecked, mom. <laughs> get wrecked, <laughs> get wrecked, mom. <laughs> oh, good for you! Yeah. Wow, see, yeah. it's not all about Disney. You know, we got yeah, all this sometimes stuff. Sometimes we talk about okay. asthma. <laughs> oh no! Well, here are two personality traits: Disney and asthma. Ah, oh, that's not so nice. Okay, I had another one picked up, but this one is a bit harder to find. Also, might I add, there's a lot of dabbing. Oh, yeah, there is a there's whole a thing. There's a lot of dabbing. Yeah, Look there's a whole dabbing. thing in second year where the, the album is actually called, uh, let's see how many times Natalie can dab in one year. <laughs> so it was a running gig. You running gig? Running gag? Running bitch? Like, what's going on? Oh, dang it. I must have passed it. It's okay. tough, you know. It's tough. tough when you're stalking people, yeah. Yeah, Facebook. Your Honor, he's Your confirming Honor. that he's stalking. <laughs> Your Honor, this is, this is friendly. 
Did you did you upload a picture and now the Oh found it. Okay. Oh the order did okay never mind, I guess Facebook does that. Okay. Okay. This is Natalie. Okay. Surprise. Wow, really? Surprise. I know. It's, it's from a Snapchat. She's holding a lap a floral laptop case. She looks very, very tired. She's wearing some Queen's merchandise that I can't really make out. It says what the sport of Queen's Oh my god, I haven't seen that shirt in a doctrine. Uh, it's what's the sport of Queen's Queen's. It, like, she yeah. looks like she's at some sort of shopping mall. But what's interesting about this photo is that she's in the middle of blowing a bubble. Yeah, a huge, a huge, a huge, uh, yeah, bubble from Bubblegum. Yes, it's true. And she also looks incredibly tired. Oh yeah. At the same time, which is why I thought this was really interesting. Yeah. And the caption, it's a screenshot of a Snapchat yeah. on Facebook. It's true. Social mediaception. Yeah. Is... That's what I'm here for. That's <laughs> okay. called theater instead of theater. <laughs> okay. It says, "Don't burst My her bubble." bubble. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Here. Yeah. Look, explain. Um, so when I was in first year, my brother had a hockey tournament over Thanksgiving break, and I had told my friend who lived in BC that she could stay with us during Thanksgiving weekend, so she didn't have to go back home. And oh. uh, so we went on this hockey tournament with my brother, and that was from her. Her name is Katie. She's in engineering. I haven't seen her in three years, but you know, she'll she'll great person. Um, but yeah, that was me blowing a bubble. I was tired because we had traveled for so long. Because it was not here. It was like near where I'm. It's near Oakville. So. Oh. I think. I don't even know where the hockey tournament was. They gave us turkey though. It was really weird. Yeah. Mmm. Turkey. Hockey. Hockey tournament turkey. Okay. Now I have to. Oh boy. Now it's hard. I can't even. To be honest. I don't really remember what picture I chose for this one. Uh oh. It's just going to have to come to me. Aha. I remember it now. <laughs> I found it. And you know what? I just chose this one for the expression. And also, it's it's on brand. Uh-oh. Is it Disney? With the, yeah, oh, it's on yeah. brand. It's on brand, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm ready. I'll probably be able to guess this photo before you even finish this. Okay. I, I actually know. I sort of... Uh, I think I know which restaurant this is. Uh, but Your it's... Honor, he's fully stalking me now, <laughs> confirming that he, in fact, knows exactly where I am. This is... <laughs> I'm sorry it comes off like this. I'm just saying it's a it's a public place. It's very recognizable, you hmm. know. Hmm. You okay. said it, not me, Your Honor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is gonna come back, but mm -hmm. it's uh. Let me let me look. Let me read the caption. Okay. Something about eating snails, man. Oh, it's in Be Our Guest restaurant. Yeah, that's I what I was gonna brother. guess. <laughs> I was gonna guess that. Yeah. See. I'm not weird. It's easy no, guess. No, it's not hard to guess, but I know yeah. what these photos are. Is it one that I was eating and I looked like I was about to spit something out? You look... So Natalie's or making... Or was I holding this face? Like... No, no, no. Okay. It's like... Yeah. I Natalie... know what photo that is. Okay, continue. Yeah, Natalie is having a horrible expression on her face. Like, mm -hmm. she looks... Yeah. She's she's very looking... unpleasant. Yeah. And she it looks like she just finished eating a, a gratin. No, it was escargot. Yeah, but like it's served in like. Oh a... yes, yes, yes. In a cutter. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know. Um, it was me and my brother. Here, I'll uh, show you the yeah. picture. So yes, I know exactly what photo that is. So that was the last day of my first college program. Uh, we went to be our guests for my final dinner with my parents and my brother. Oh. Uh, my brother, as I was eating my escargot, turned to me and went, "You're eating snails, 
in my ear point blank. And I literally was like, you idiot. My dad caught that as I was like, cause it's, it's not bad unless you think about it too much. And then once, as soon as you think about it, you're like, ah, yikes. Cause it's kind of gross. But you know, that's not a here nor there. Okay. Well, you know, that's it. That's wow. all I have. Wow. That's all you we did it. That's all it is. Okay, now I'm going to pull up the photos that I stopped. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I didn't. Oh, actually, I have one photo. What? It's not of you. If oh. I was, I was like. I was about to be caught so off guard. It was super funny. No, it is from your Facebook, but it is not of you. Um, what? <laughs> so what I, are you doing? I, I was. I accidentally clicked your profile when I was um, going through my messages, and I had noticed your cover photo. And in the back of your cover photo, one of my good friends is in the background. And, oh, yeah, Nathaniel. Yeah, and yeah. he's, like, blinking in it. Oh! <laughs> and I was like, is that Nate? And then I zoomed in, and I was like, ah, he's blinking. And then I sent it to Nate, and Nate went, they didn't tell me they were taking the photo. Why did they post it everywhere? <laughs> I didn't even realize that he was doing that, so It makes me friend. laugh. Um, yeah, Nate is also on the board of QMT. He's a great guy. He was yeah. there when my boyfriend broke up with me because everyone was there because it was during a day when we had a bunch of interviews. It was very awkward. Okay, wow. Ah, you guys learned so much about I <laughs> I learned way more than I thought I would. Uh, yeah, now he gets to hear a bunch of tea about Bailey. Uh, okay, well, that's going to that's gonna yeah. happen later. I know, that's what I said. But thank I you guys for listening. Thank you very much, Natalie, for letting me do this. It was actually really fun. Yeah, it wasn't as weird as a... Okay, that's fine. No, follow my Instagram. Yeah, okay. Um, this is when I was going to let you plug everything, but no, you already plugged. No, I'm going to plug it as many times as I <sighs> want because I would like followers. Um, my Instagram, again, is Natalie Illis, N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E-I-L-L-E-S. Oh, no. My, uh, my Twitter is Natalie underscore I-98, and my YouTube is Finding Natalie, spelled F-I-N-D-I-N-G-N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E. Um. Because the only character that has an N is Nemo, as in Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not all just Disney content, I swear. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah. Thank you, Natalie. And thank you to your, to Natalie's housemates and her yeah, house for, for letting me come here. And sit in my kitchen. And, yeah. And I've seems... lost all concept of time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, do you have anything to say other than that, Natalie? Um, live strong. Be well. Mm-hmm. Make sure you follow Benedict Cumberbatch on Instagram. Okay, okay. And go like my photos. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> None of those exist. Oh, I'm so okay. sorry. Okay, I'll shut up. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.